Welcome to the Arts and Antique Radio Show, where your host, nationally recognized certified appraiser Elizabeth Stewart, Santa Barbara's treasure sleuth, will help you put a value on the treasures in your own home. Every time it rains, it rains pennies from heaven. Don't you know each cloud contains pennies from heaven? So let's find out. How valuable is it? Hello, 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 Santa Barbara. It's your Chantress of Everything Valuable and Beautiful, Elizabeth Stewart. And, you know, my one of my favorite museums in town, the Santa Barbara Maritime Museum, I always like to check what's going on there. And we we generally cover all the exhibits they have. And I, I think uh, Greg Gorga and Emily Falk are just blessings to our community. And I noticed that the Maritime Museum has a really group of interesting people, the docents that, um, you know, take the kids around. And uh, I didn't know but they they crew the Ranger, you know, the vintage boat that's out there. Um, they do so many things and they're having a call. So that uh, I think it's January 14th tomorrow, if, if you're listening and it's Friday. Uh, they're convening a, a meeting to see if you would like to be a docent. And uh, I think, you know, what goes into that, I, I, and I've got a couple of folks that I want to talk to about that, what happens in the docent training and what it leads to. Um, and I have the um, guest services manager of the museum with us, Jesse D. Baker Lorelei. Jesse's here, and I have one of his prime, prime docents. <laughs> Bob Allen is here, and um, we're going to talk a little bit about what the docents do and the program and the training, et cetera. So, um, Al, Richard, you give yeah, a- I, I, I just one real quick question to uh, yeah. get this whole thing rolling here. I'd like to know what, A, the definition of docent is, and maybe a little of its etymology, where it comes from, and what a docent actually does, especially from a his- an historical perspective. Good, good question. So I'll have an answer for you when we get back from the break. I'm sure I can, I can figure that one out. Um, but you know, let me introduce Jesse. And Jesse, like I said, guest services. Let me tell you a little bit about Jesse. Interesting guy. Um, grew up in upstate New York. Uh, undergraduate Syracuse University. Master's in education, Oakland University in Mich- Michigan. Master's in bilingual education at Eastern Michigan University. Doctrine in Educational Leadership from Western Michigan University, and you retired and moved to Santa Barbara. Uh, and then he began as a docent at the Maritime Museum. And then uh, I think folks must have realized his talent uh, because he was hired as volunteer coordinator at the museum. And now he's the guest service ma- services manager at the museum. He is a past docent and keeper aide at the Santa Barbara Zoo. I have it out here. I wonder. Yeah. So, and then also, I want to introduce Bob Allen. We talked about Jesse's prime docent, and what a prime docent this must be. I mean, Bob, look at, listen to Richard, listen to his background. He's the Maritime Museum docent class of 2022. He's born in England and emigrated to the states in 1981. Married 40 years, has two daughters. His education is a bachelor's in science from the Royal Navy Tech College in England. 
He is a Royal Navy shipwright diver, and he worked both Royal Navy, merchant marine, and offshore onshore oil industry. Uh, Bob has sailed and dived throughout the world. I think he's and a Highlander he's, because he, he's he's an immortal. I mean, are you serious? Twenty twenty two. Did you read that right? He does not look that old. No, he's a Dose Maritime Museum from the Docent class well, oh, of twenty twenty two. Okay, I've had work. I've had work done <laughs> <laughs> in the shipyards. You're saying okay? Yeah, right. <laughs> Go ahead, Elizabeth. Okay. So, yes. So let's see, you know, let, let Jesse, I want Jesse to tell us a little bit about what the docent program is. And I want to couch it, you know, first of all, um, you were a past docent and keeper aide at the zoo. Did you watch over an animal, Jesse? At the zoo, I was actually in charge of um, being, a, I was a docent for the penguins. And so I would stand at the penguin exhibit. And as people came by, I would give them background. I just humble penguins that they have there, a little bit of their back history and all of that, and then um, do some interpretation of what the exhibit was and help them understand the importance of uh, preservations for the for the uh, penguins there. And at the same time, I was also uh, a volunteer here at the Maritime Museum. I was a docent over here, and docents at here and the zoo and in a lot of places are the people who help the general public understand what they're looking at. They've got the history of the background, they've got why it was important, and they help explain the purpose of the museum or the exhibit. And one of the things that we teach our docents here to do is uh, find what's unique. What's, and, and, and you know, anytime that you see something unique, it really isn't unique because all of us have something similar in we were talking before we came on a little bit about the computer and the typewriter. And one of the things that's so so interesting there is that they, while they're very different, they have the same keyboard. So those people who knew how to do the keyboard earlier have no problem um, doing, doing doing moving over to the computers. Um, a lot of other little things that, that may have. Oh, Jesse, we lost your audio. I yeah, think that's here. okay. Okay, that's okay. Um, so, so what uh, our docents here do is uh, it is the, the program that we run is an eleven-week program. We start out tomorrow introducing a little bit about how do you interpret. What's what's some good techniques that you need? My background is as, as an educator, and a lot of what I did was teacher training. And we all know that just standing up and lecturing is not going to keep our people interested. And so we have to find ways that we can interpret the, um, the, uh, the uh, exhibits that we have or the tours that we're coming through. And the way that we bring a tour of kindergartners through is going to be very different than the way we bring a group of adults through. It's going to be very different than we bring a group of senior citizens and mixed groups. So we try to find out a little bit about the people coming in and, and then help them understand what it is that um, what they're looking at really isn't all that different than, than their life. Um, you, you, we can, you can go to any, anything and you begin to see some, some interpretations. We often ask them, um, what do you see here? And they start pointing out just what they see. 
and we said, well, what do you think about it? What do you think it was used for? Why do you think it was important? Or why do you think anybody thought it was important enough to put into our museum? I mean, this is in a showcase. So why do you think that would be, what, what was so important about it that it would be there? And, and it's kind of in the same pocket as what do you wonder about? What are some of the things that you want to know about this in here? That's one of the ways that we've learned to kind of hook people into looking at the exhibit and wanting to know a little bit. Um, and so we, we, we teach people how to do that a little bit. And then there are 10 more Saturdays where bit by bit we take, bit by bit, we take different pieces of the museum, different exhibits or different sections, teach them facts about it and show people how the best way to interpret it. Um, so, you know, I have to say, Jesse, I, I had a really interesting, well, one of the reasons I wanted to have you on is because when I was working on a master's in, um, at USC, I was at um, uh, my master's in historic preservation and, and history. So I was working on that, and Ray Ashley was um, teaching a class. He was the director of the San Diego um, Maritime Museum, and he was teaching a class on interpretation, and it was in his museum in San Diego. And I can remember the various controversies around interpretation. And he was telling us, I mean, it was very philosophical in a way. He was saying, you know, there, there are there are Im implicit, implied uh, biases that everybody has. And he was calling these out. And he said, even the way that I have arranged the sequence chronologically of this exhibit holds a bias in, in, and I wonder if the students can understand that and wonder if the students can interpret what, what I was thinking, what I was doing with that, with even the chronological hanging or the choice of the background color of the wall. You know, each of these is an interpretive decision for a museum. Like you said, wisely, it's like, why is it even in a glass box? <laughs> That's an interpretive decision. So, you know, this is, it's, it's, I guess well, your job is not just, okay, here's, um, we're going to teach you how to see, but we're also going to teach you how to be cautious in some ways about how you present. You know, I'm wondering if, if maybe you, you think you thought about this or you teach that in your class and you see Richard's holding up two fingers. That means we got to go to quick two second break. So um, just think about that. Just I'd like to hear your your opinion on that. It's so interesting because I learned, um, you know, uh, this was a class at USC called Museum Studies. And it was, um, uh, you know, it was a three year progressive class through various museums. And Ray was our, our was our, our professor. So interesting because he went into this question with um, all the years he's had at, at, you know, as a sailor, as a director of a maritime museum. And it was just really interesting because I didn't know much. About, and I, I have to say, I fell in love with maritime museums right then and there. Um, so anyway, let's go to quick break and we get back. I, I'm talking today. Um, with Jesse Baker, Lorelei, and Bob Allen. Jesse is the Director of Guest Services at the Santa Barbara Maritime Museum. And what got me interested in presenting this show was he is convening a class. It's a, it's a class that starts uh, January 14th. Um, and, you know, this is the docent class. You can learn to be a docent. You can learn about our museum. And it's a series of, of talks. Um, and what I'm understanding, it's 10, 10 talks throughout the, the, the training. 
and you can learn to understand what our museum's about in from the inside out. How fascinating that is. And also give back to the community a little bit. Um, and you know, part of the hour, Richard, I wanted to ask both gentlemen if there's been any fun experiences they've had with kids or with groups, you know, what what's going what goes on in the group mind, et cetera. I'm I'm a docent at this historical museum, and I can tell you I've got some really interesting uh, groups, graduate groups, you know, that are working on a master's, for example, in museum studies. And it's been so interesting to be a docent. It's just fascinating. Richard, let's go to quick break, get back from the break. Jesse's going to tell us a little bit about how he looks at this um, paradigm of interpretation around an object. Uh, I do the same, Jesse, I'm an appraiser, so I kind of do the same <laughs> in a funny abstract way. Don't turn that down back in a minute. Caught like a sewer rat, alone but I say. Bought like a crust of bread, but oh, do I wail. Seldom stumble, never crumble, try to tumble, nights rumble. Feel the stinging, I've been given, never ending, unrelenting. Welcome back. It's Elizabeth Stewart, and I'm talking with two wonderful gentlemen from Santa Barbara Maritime Museum. We're talking about the docent program at the museum because this is the um, uh, kickoff. Um, this this January 14th is the kickoff of the of the program, and you can come along to the first lecture and just see if you think you might like to be a docent and do a little bit of you know learning about the museum. And if you like the ocean, if you like the sea, if you like anything about the life maritime, it, this is the place for you. Um, I have with us Bob Allen, who is, Jesse asked Bob to come along and talk about his experience as a docent, because he's a Maritime Museum docent class of 2022, a Royal Naval shipwright diver. He's worked both Royal Navy, Merchant Marine, and offshore onshore oil industry has his uh, Bachelor's of Science from the Royal Naval Tech College in England. So, um, Bob, how did you how did you get involved with our museum? I mean, obviously, your background is such that you would be interested, but you're a pro, a real pro, aren't you? Well, I, yes, I think I am. But actually, the, the how I got involved with the docent program is quite interesting, actually. And I had I had no intention of becoming a docent. And every Sunday morning. I know this is dragging us out a bit, but every Sunday morning I go for a walk along Shoreline Drive. Well, this particular morning, I happened to walk by the harbour notice boards. And there was a flyer up there for uh, the Maritime Museum docent program back in last December or December before. And um, I didn't think anything of it until I carried on walking. And like most people in Santa Barbara, you walk straight by the museum and don't even notice it. All right, you all remember that. So I'm walking by and I look up and there's the greeter. The greeter is there in the doorway of the museum. And those of you that have walked past have seen the gym suit. Okay, it's a big atmospheric diving suit. Looks like a robot. 
And that instantly struck me because 40 years previously, I came to Santa Barbara with that exact suit. And I went up to the thing. I couldn't believe it. And so that was- Wait a minute. You, ca you, ca you came with that exact suit? You mean you were diving here? Yeah. We came here. There was two, two times I, I, dived, I, I dove here. One was for an experimental program that we were going to do in Brazil. And they brought they brought us here to Ventura to dive that gym suit, that atmospheric diving suit in a big tank to prove that we could do what we said we could do. You have to see the suit. And those of you that haven't been to the, the museum have to come down and I'll be more. Um, let, let me interrupt you. you to do what you thought you could do. What were you thinking you could do? What we were doing is there is a, a, a piece of oil field equipment, subsea. Subsea uh, oil field equipment called a Christmas tree. It's a it's a valve assembly, and we had to go down, and it was in Brazil, eight hundred feet, and uh, remove two of these valves and put in put them back. And uh, that's what we were trying to do. Anyway, so we got some fantastic photographs of it there in the museum as well. The suit is there, and it is the actual suit in the in the photographs with me in it. And that, so I'm there, and then, of course, I'm thinking, docent, I need a change of life here, let's have a look, and I applied to be a docent, and that's what brought it 40 years later from the day we were. The other time we were here, we, we had to lay uh, a pipeline between El Capitan and the Hondo platform, and so that's what brought us back the second time, and I spent four wonderful months here, and after we did this pipeline uh, project, I had the opportunity, the boss of mine at the time said, would you like to go back to the miserable North Sea or would you like to stay in Santa Barbara? So I thought about it for about two seconds and I said, <laughs> I want to stay in Santa Barbara. And so here I am 40 odd years later. I've still got the same wife I married when I came here, two lovely daughters. And uh, that's how I became a docent. So is your wife British? No, no, no. She's uh, she's from Kansas. Okay, met, so you met. Oh, no, no, no. So you guys might know this. Uh, her and our family own the Eleven Twenty Nine Restaurant on State Street. Do you remember the Eleven Twenty Nine Restaurant? It, it was a, a, a rather large restaurant. It's really cool. But anyway, that's where I met her. And one day I asked her for a drink, and forty odd years later, here I am. Okay, so so the so the interesting thing is, okay, you, let me see if I can get this right. So you were working for a company that sent you from England from mm -hmm. your job as a Royal Navy tech. No, no, no. I was in the. I was a diver then. I was now. I was working for actually. It's a Santa Barbara company called Oceaneering. I'm sure you've all heard of Oceaneering locally. Yes, yes, well, yes. It's an international company, and so I worked for Oceaneering for the British side of it, and that was okay. the connection, and that's why they sent us over. Okay, so you were sent over twice to this area and you dove yep. and you were diving in regards to the oil platforms and exactly. you were working on a valve. And so then that Sunday, 40 years later, when you were walking past the museum, you saw the suit, the diving suit that you wore many, many years ago. And now may I ask a question? So this is kind of not a part of the docent training that I want to talk about, but you were in that suit experiencing a dive now i just a little a little background so i took it i took 
what that first level certificate, diving certificate, in, um, and I, I was diving in Honduras with my son. He has the second level and was able to go down more more feet than I was able to go down because of his training and his course. Um, and he went down far enough. Uh, I can't remember how far, but he started to feel. I remember his instructor took out a, a, a like a, a a board x dot x dot x o o and was making him uh, point to all the dots and all the x's to make sure that he wasn't. Uh, I think having the bet, you know, pre bends or something yeah, like this. Yeah. And so he was down a certain number of feet and he had to do this, you know, um, is your mind clear kind of exercise. How many feet were you down? 1,642. That's a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> that, was in the, that was in the North Sea. That wasn't here. That was in the North Sea. Here locally, it was, a, it was if, I, if I recall, about a 400 feet. That's still a lot. <laughs> wow. Okay. So you, that called you. That suit called your name. They stood there waving. They said, "Come on in. We got a really? chat. We haven't seen each other for forty years." Jesse, did you know this story? Jesse, did you yes, know this story? Yeah, yeah. That's 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 part of that's part of Jim's Jim's uh, legacy here, and that is why, if you want to know anything about the Jim suit. Um, Bob is the person to talk to because not only does he know all about it, he's been in it and he's gone, you know, a few hundred feet underwater. Now, I just want to ask you, Jesse, so if, if Bob is explaining this to students, especially I'm thinking little boys, you know, how fascinating. Have you watched when they find out that he actually has been in it and gone down that far? Have you watched their faces? Oh, they're, they're fascinating. And 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 Bob is an example of, you know, he's really good at this one, but we help you learn enough about any exhibit because you can watch Bob throughout the museum. He's really good here with the gym suit, but he will he will turn you into an avid follower of any of our exhibits. And it's all a part of making a relating what you know. And what you think it is, again, you're going to come in and we ask you, what do you think this thing is? Does it go up in space or does it go underwater? How do you use it? And kids begin to, or even adults begin to, to figure that all out. And then when they start talking to Bob about, well, what about, and then they say, well, what about this? How did you get into it? Uh, you know, and all of the wonders. Right. And so I can only imagine, you know, I know Greg is real hands-on, your director, Greg yes. Gorgas, real hands-on. When he met Bob, he must have just been, oh, my gosh, you know, this is such an amazing man to come to us. He must have just thought, wow. Correct. And, and, and that's what we need. More, more volunteers who uh, are looking for something else, some other way. When we, when we move on or move to a city or you retire or you set back, you don't stop living. You still have so much of your background that you can share. And that's what we will do here is we help we help our volunteers figure out how important they are and how there's a whole audience out there waiting to hear whatever it is that you want to talk about and make your life become uh, valuable to the exhibits that we have here at the Maritime Museum. So, Richard, let's go to a quick break. When I want to talk with um, Bob when we get back from the break, because I know he does the, the gym suit 
um, so beautifully for the museum as far as interpretation. But I want to talk about, and maybe Jesse could help me too, but I want to talk about what other things uh, a docent would interpret. In other words, does Jesse say, okay, you're just in this department because, you know, I'm hearing that Jesse's saying your training is complete about each of the, you know, 10 segments of the museum. So, um, but do, do you find that, okay, this one docent interprets this particular thing so well, we're going to use that person there, or do they kind of do a round robin? You know, that's what I'd be interested to know, the, the kind of <clears throat> diffusion of the docents. So, Richard, let's go to quick break. When we get back from the break, uh, talk a little bit more. This is a show about well, one of my favorite museums in the world, the Barber Maritime Museum, but also the docent program there. I have met some incredible people that are docents there um, that are major, major collectors of CU because I'm an appraiser, Jesse, but I, I've got a couple clients who is uh, who are were docents and collectors of sea and maritime in material over the years. It's Let's go to quick break. Well, the first mate, he got drunk and he broke into somebody's trunk and the sheriff had to come and take him away. Sheriff John Sloan, please leave me alone. Well, I feel so broken up. As the son of a son of a sailor, I went. Out on the sea for adventure Expanding the view of the captain and crew Like a man just released from indentment Welcome back, it's Elizabeth Stewart And we're talking with two wonderful gentlemen From the Santa Barbara Maritime Museum About the docent program Bob Allen is with us And I'm learning that, you know, he for, <laughs> This is an incredible story uh, He worked Royal Navy, Merchant Marine And offshore, onshore oil industry as a diver on the North Sea, he was down over a thousand feet in what they call a gym suit. So he was walking by the Maritime Museum 40 years later and noticed the suit that he actually wore um, or wore him, I guess, because they're <laughs> massive. Um, and he was called to the museum to be a docent, went through their program. Um, so Bob is with us and I have with us Jesse D. Baker, Lorelei who is the director of guest services at the museum. And he's convening a class to teach the new docents, the new crop of docents, uh, January 14th. And we're talking about what that, what that entails. And uh, Jesse, so somebody like Bob, with his knowledge of diving and, and the, the, the oil industry, et cetera, and the, the knowledge of the, of the suits and the gear, you just have him with that section of the museum or does he move through the museum? Bob is one of the one of our docents who has taken it upon himself to learn almost all of the exhibits uh, in the museum, and uh, our, our expectation is that you'll be more more of a more of a uh, be familiar with more than just one, because we really need docents who can lead a tour throughout the whole museum. And so, uh, I as long as I've been here, I have my strengths and my weaknesses. And, and I'm going to say a lot about the areas that I really know a lot about, and I'm still learning more about some of the others. Um, and and so when you're a docent, we hope that you'll learn them all, but um, 
we we know that sometimes that that doesn't happen overnight and at the end of our 10 weeks of training you're not going to know everything you need to know about it all we so tell people go ahead so let me ask you a question so let's say I was just I was just talking to my partner during the break and I was saying, gosh, you really should because he's very mechanical. My partner's really, really mechanical and he invents machines and makes machines and this sort of thing. And I was like, I wonder if there'd be a role for you as a docent at the museum. He's not great in front of people. And so I'm thinking like, for example, um, I was telling you about my experience with the San Diego Maritime Museum. There was a bunch of, of gentlemen there at that museum that handled things that kind of machine-wise. I remember there was a, a an older gentleman that I met that was in charge of like making small adjustments to the models, the model ships, and because he was a model ship model maker, you know. And they had him doing things. He 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 was wary about being in front of people. So, do you do you have docents that are doing other things besides, you know, presenting? We have several different programs. Our docent program are people who really do interpret. And one of the things you need to do to be a docent is to be able to be in front of, of people and talk to them. But we have people who help with exhibits. And so we have people like that who says, oh, no, no, I will never go and talk to a bunch of people. But you give me a boat, I will love to restore it. I will take it apart and clean up and fix every little piece on it. And or when it comes time to build a new exhibit, I know exactly how to build the shelves or make on this and, and, and work like that. You were talking earlier about Ranger. It's actually not our docents that work on Ranger. There's a whole nother crew of, of volunteers who come or who work on, on Ranger twice a week. They meet every Tuesday and Saturday morning out there and all the scraping and painting. When you got a boat that's 100 years old, it takes a lot right. of work. And so it's a whole nother crew of people who work down there. Uh, we have the fourth floor visitor center that has a whole nother crew of people who work up there. And so there are many different positions other than just docent. Docenting is just one of the one of the programs that we have. So, so if there's a if there's a, a, a gentleman like my partner who's really mechanical and can take anything apart and put anything back together and can, you know, it has a lot of experience with engines and electricity. You have a role for him? Most definitely. Yes. <laughs> yes. He might get tired of all of our calls, but uh, we, we've got enough things here that, that break apart or fall apart. And we just need to, uh, you know, some of these things are pretty old. And so sometimes you, you don't find people who, oh, I was trained for that two years ago. You've got to be able to figure it out and look back and know the, know the history of how things work in order to take it apart and put it back together. Fascinating. So, so Bob, I know by just the, the the few minutes I've I've met you, you're so personable, and you're probably fantastic in front of a crowd. Can you tell me is has there been any experience with students or visitors? Can you tell me a, a fun experience that you've had as a docent? Yeah, well, I've had I've had many. Uh, just before we go on, I want to uh, just go on with what Jesse was saying. I'm one of these characters that I like to tour with people as opposed to walking around and just discussing uh, exhibits. I like to tour people and I have this thing. And um, anyway, so some of the things we do, it starts outside the museum. 
everything is, <clears throat> is, is as you look at the front door there's a whole story behind you the harbor and the wharf and all this stuff that's carried into the museum and in which we discuss as we go around now uh do we have time for the funnies yeah, we do, but Richard's giving us a sign we got to go to quick break. We have time for the funnies for sure when we get back. Okay. Hey, Richard, let's go to quick break. Uh, reintroducing, I'm talking with Bob Allen. Bob's the one with the British accent that came to us 40 years ago uh, and is a docent at the museum, Santa Barbara Maritime Museum. And I have Jesse D. Baker Lorelei, who's the guest services manager, who's convening the docent training classes. Got It caught my attention. I think because I was thinking, oh, gosh, I've got a, a semi-retired partner who I think would be great. <laughs> I wonder how many females kick the man and say, you, you do this, Jesse. Jesse's laughing. Okay, don't turn that down back in a sec. She sailed at the dawning. All day I've been blue. Red sails and the sunset. I'm trusting in you Swift wings you must borrow Make straight for the shore We marry tomorrow Then she goes sailing no more Red sails in the sunset Way out on the sea Please carry my loved one Home safely to me I am sailing I am sailing Home again Across the sea Welcome back. It's Elizabeth Stewart. We're talking about the docent program. And I, I gosh, dear listener, I wish you would have been with us during the break because I was having Jesse talk with my partner, John, about inventing some machinery <laughs> for the museum. And he's now interested. So, you know, if there's a role for you, if you would like to participate, there's a role for you. We're talking about the docent program in which you do have to speak in front of people. But I'm learning that Jesse's got a whole army. He's got people that are running the 100-year-old ranger and cleaning it and making it work. And he's got people that are working with Emily Falk doing the exhibit management and inventions. And he's got people that are at the museum doing things for the museum. Um, so we got back uh, back on track now a little bit but with Bob. Tell us a funny story about you being a docent. Well, not so much funny as... Uh, what you got to know about the museum and the, and the docent program and the whole crew uh, from Greg down to me, uh, it's such a great place to be. Uh, there's, it's always fun. There's never a dull, never a dull moment. And uh, you meet so many people. I've met people from around the world. And I've actually started learning Mandarin now to try and do some of our uh, Asian guests that come in. No, I'm kidding. I could never do that. But anyway, but some of the things we do that it touches you more than is funny is like we had this group, uh, Jesse, I think you remember that we had some lady artists 
they were special needs artists. You remember those? I, I, I don't recall what their the group was called, but they were special needs. And we had this group of uh, six ladies and uh, two nurses or chaperones, more nurses. Anyway, we went around. I'm not a teacher. I'm just not a teacher. But anyway, I got involved with these six ladies. Good grief. We couldn't stop laughing. We could not stop laughing from beginning to end. And this was going to be a half hour tour. Three hours later, I could. I, it was so much funny. And I received such a lovely letter from him. It was, it was amazing. Another little a fun thing that touched me real cool, and this involved some of the uh, uh, senior staff there as well. I was doing this uh, a, a family tour. And then I realized that the young man there, he's a preteen, uh, was blind. All right. And I, at first I didn't realize it, but, you know, you, you catch on to these things. And anyway, so I'm doing things and he knows that I'm struggling teaching a blind guy, showing him flashcards and things like that. It's so amazing. But we had so much fun. But the point is, oh, but the fun part about this now is if you've ever been into the museum, there's a diving suit, not the gym suit, but a diving suit. And I broke a cardinal rule. I let him touch it. He's blind. So I let him touch it, actually get up and touch it. As I'm doing that, Liz Perry came uh, came walking over and I thought, uh, Liz is our education director. And I thought, uh-oh, I'm in trouble now because I broke one of the golden rules, you know, the cardinal rules, do not touch. Anyway, she came over and she saw what I was doing. She had been watching this. And she took me into the library and she had some model yachts. And so we brought those out for this young boy, this young man. He could actually, it was the first time in his life that he's ever felt a yacht. And it was amazing to see the expression on his face of what a crack up day that was as well. Because he he knew that I knew that he was blind and I was not, I was having trouble communicating. Then the last one we had was uh, we had the city college um, uh, diving class come over. And it was a group of young divers, uh, male and female. And they came over specifically to see the diving exhibition and, and have me go through that with them. Again, three hours later, they had me walk them around and they were so much fun that they've come back and they've actually invited me over to their graduation. So all things like that. It's really is a lot of fun. You're, you're going to their graduation. Yeah. Well, oh, if, they're, if they're listening, they better remember to invite me again. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> Wow, that is that's just fantastic. I gotta tell you, Jesse, I have a docent story for you. I was, I was telling you docent at the at the historical museum. And um I had a museum studies class from Westmont come through. They were uh, working on advanced degree. And uh I was you know, because I'm an appraiser of, of art and antiques and, and antique furniture and, and fine art, etc. They were interested, this particular class was interested in in uh, what we call material culture. And so that's my field. That's, you know, my degrees, et cetera. So they said, okay, you know, Elizabeth, you um, take them and show them some of the rarer pieces of furniture that we have, you know, 17th century, 18th century, 19th century pieces. And I had been working as an appraiser at that time for about 25 years. And showing the students these pieces, I actually had a little bit of one of those like heart in the throat moments where I realized that I was not seeing 
the objects because what I was seeing was all I knew about the objects. I was seeing my master's work, my doctoral work. I was seeing all the interpretation of all the professors and books that I, you know, have had had experience of instead of actually face to face seeing the object and having experience with the object. It was looking at their faces, seeing and having an experience with the object that I realized that I had this fog. I was thinking of, you know, period, style, genre, material, medium, blah, 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 blah. You know, it was all in, instead of actually looking at the thing. And uh, that was an eye opener for me. It, it changed my life, really, because I thought I had to get back to what interested me in this field in the first place, which was the object, the work of art, you know, the rare piece of furniture, et cetera. Richard's saying we got to go to quick break. We have to go to one more break, Richard, and then we have to say goodbye, right? Okay, one more break, and we're going to just reintroduce. I'm here with Jesse D. Baker Lorelei, guest services manager at the Santa Barbara Maritime Museum, and also Bob Allen, one of the <laughs> one of the star docents, I bet, for sure. At one of at just the amazing museum that we have here in the and I'm learning that you don't have to be a natural born thespian to be a docent. You don't have to. And you also don't have to be really um, a people person to be interested in helping the museum. <laughs> so there's lots of roles for you if you want to get involved. I'm understanding from Jesse. Okay, don't turn that down. Back in a minute. It's not far to never, never land. A reason to pretend. The wind is right, you can find the joy. innocence again. Sail on down the line About a half a mile or so And I don't really want to know Where you go Welcome back. It's Elizabeth Stewart. We're talking to the gang. Uh, actually, the gang that runs the Docent program is Jesse. <laughs> Jesse D. Baker Lorelei at the Santa Barbara Maritime Museum, guest services manager. And the amazing Bob Allen. Bob is here uh, talking to us about his experience being a docent. Royal Naval Shipwright Diver from England and has 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 dove dived all over the world. Uh, Royal Navy Merchant Marine and offshore oyster oil industry, and now can talk about his experience with students and visitors to our museum. Unbelievable stories he's telling about. And Bob, Bob with the blind child that you allowed to touch the um, diving suit, did you get into trouble or were you lauded for that? <laughs> no, not to my face anyway. So <laughs> I, uh, no, Liz was awesome about it. She knew what I was doing. It, it wasn't something I would do every day. But, you know, why? I, I, there's another side of the DOSA program that uh, hasn't been mentioned yet is what we do do for the children, for the kids, the kids programs we do. And you get involved and they uh, we have things, we have people at the museum. Uh, we have Holly, we have Jason, we have Nova, for example. They're all uh, marine biologists and naturalists and all this lot. And they do a, a program called Maritime on the Move. And we as docents assist these guys and they go out and they, they learn about whales and we go on the beach and we dig up crabs and all this kind of stuff. It's 
awesome. And all the kids love it, especially during the summer breaks. The other things we do is the tall ships program. We, we have a, a, a vessel that comes in called the Mystic Whalers. Uh, Mystic Whaler, sorry, big square rig thing, and the kids go on there and they spend the day on there being a real turn of the century, I mean, last century, not this one, but um, uh, sailor, and they swab the decks and they cook the meals and they have a, a blast. The other thing that's, which is a lot of fun is science night. Jesse might want to talk about that a little bit later. But uh, you know, we got to have you guys. You got to have you guys back on to talk about these things because we're running out of time. Richard's okay. giving us a sign. We're ready, but I want to give another shout out, Jesse. Would you tell folks if they're interested in docenting or any kind of work, volunteer work at the museum, how to get in touch with you? The easiest way is to go onto our website and uh, you'll find a place to volunteer. There's an application there if you're really serious. If not, just give me a call, uh, 805-456-8748. Give me a call, jbaker at uh, sbmm and uh, that, that org. Um, either of those, but uh, if you're interested in dosing or more information, come tomorrow morning. We'll be here at nine o'clock. We'll help you with that. And then we hope to see a lot of your folks here as a docent or just as a volunteer. Thank you so much, you guys. Richard, aren't they fantastic? Yeah. You know, Jesse was saying, we're not going to have the, I'll run out of stuff to talk about. No, <laughs> <laughs> we did that, did not. We're going to talk some more. Bye, guys. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you.